You're listening to the Legend Vest Podcast for Entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or been in business for many years, we take a deep dive into what it takes to truly become successful. It's time to level up your business and your personal life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jameson and Courtney Gavin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Legend Fest podcast. I am your host, Courtney Gavin. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm really excited for today's topic because we're going to be talking about the top fears that entrepreneurs face. So without further ado, let's go ahead and start with the first one. So the first fear that most entrepreneurs have is the fear of lack of funding, not having enough money to fund their idea. So this right here is definitely a legitimate fear because we have a great business idea. We're ready to go. However, where's the money? (laughs) So for those of you who have already started your business or who are thinking about starting your business and perhaps you already have a nine to five job, one of the most common ways to immediately fund your business is to bootstrap. So with bootstrapping, essentially, it's just a fancy word for saying you pay for everything yourself personally. You can use your savings, you can use your income from your job, you can use your spouse's income, you know, perhaps you use credit cards, things of that nature. There are a lot of different ways that you can fund your business. Additional ways, of course, is you can ask friends and family for support. There is crowdfunding out there nowadays, like Indiegogo and Kickstarter and things of that nature. There's also the SBA, the Small Business Administration. They also help you get small business loans. And like I mentioned earlier, credit cards, whether that's a personal credit card or a business credit card, can also help you fund your business. But have no fear, guys. There are definitely ways to get the funding that you need for your business. It just goes back down to understanding how are you going to make money in your business. As long as you know how you're going to make money and what your business model is, you will be fine in the long run. And of course, as long as you have a a product or service that is in demand, that is needed in the market or something that people want, you'll be fine. But moving on to number two, so fear of rejection. You guys, I know right away, we we did an episode on this um, several weeks ago talking about how to overcome rejection, but I definitely wanted to include this in the top five because rejection is legitimately a very tough fear to deal with. I know that this is one I have had to overcome in years past. So no one likes to be told no. No one wants to be embarrassed, right? But I'm here to tell you, you may as well get comfortable with rejection because it's going to happen. Regardless of who you are or how good you are or how good of a salesperson or how good your product is, it's going to happen. There are too many reasons why someone may not be able to buy your product or service right now. And it may have nothing to do with you. So you guys, you know, I want you to get over that, um, the fear of rejection. It's going to happen. It's better to just be prepared, but then quickly move on. The key for you is to just stay persistent and to continue to follow up with them. And so that when the time is right, they remember who you are and they'll be ready to purchase. That is the goal right there. All right. So fear number three, fear of no income. Now, I know right here for many entrepreneurs who are starting out, they're afraid to take the leap from their nine to five because they're like, well, uh, what if I don't make any money? So leaving the nine to five in that quote unquote secure paycheck 
can definitely be difficult. I mean, that's not an easy transition. It may be fun and exciting at first, but there's a part of you in the back of your mind going like, hmm, what if this don't work out? So I want y'all to remember why you're taking the leap in the first place. For many of you, you may not even need to quit your job after all. You have to do what's best for you. Try not to compare yourself to other people and what they're doing. You know, maybe another person who is similar situation to you, maybe they decided to leave their company and start their business. But I don't recommend doing what other people are doing. You got to look at your situation, look at your circumstances, look at everything that you have, assets and liabilities, see what you can liquidate, you know, see what you can pull from, things like that. Everybody's situation is different. And I have told many people, hey, I wouldn't quit my job just yet because you can use that job and the income from that job as a valuable resource and an asset for your business. As a matter of fact, fact, you know, when we started our company in 2012, Jameson was still working full time and he didn't quit his job until two years later, exactly two years later from the time that we started, we were ready for him to exit his job. But we used the income from his job to fuel the business. And we did have a uh, credit card in the business name, which was awesome, which helped us with the initial startup costs. So I say all that to say, even if you have a brilliant business idea, don't quit your job just yet. I I want you to essentially soak that up as much as possible until you get to a point where you can't balance the two. It's to the point where your business is booming so much that it can replace your income or it's just taking a lot of your time. But don't be so quick to press the brakes on your job because that that is actually a mistake a lot of entrepreneurs make. Your story is not someone else's story, right? You don't have to be, you know, living on someone's couch eating pizza every night. Like that does that doesn't have to be your story. So focus on what's best for you. Okay? And this also goes back to what I said earlier talking about going back to your business model. Outline exactly how you're going to make money. Because once you have that outline, folks, you'll feel a lot better about making that transition or even just kickstarting your idea. Once you have your sales funnel, this is what we call a sales funnel, is actually outlining your business model and how you're going to make money. That funnel essentially is your blueprint for your next steps. So there's no need to fear when you have a product in the marketplace that people need or want and that you have a solid model. So if you're still struggling with this fear of no income or fear of not making money, go back to your model. It's all in your model. It's all in your sales funnel. And if you need help with that, I actually help many entrepreneurs with developing their sales funnel so that they can know exactly the steps they need to take in order to generate revenue. All right, moving on to fear number four, fear of what people think. So, whoo, this one right here. I struggle with this one all the time. I ain't gonna lie. Out of all of these, this is the one that that gets me the most. I have come a really long way in this area. I'm not perfect, but I'm always working on this. So, you know, when we started our business, uh, I was so nervous about telling my family, my friends, and I'll never forget the day that I came home Our business had already been established for, I think, about a year, 
And we intentionally wanted to wait before we told everybody, you know, what we were doing. We wanted to prove our concept first. But once we actually got customers and was actually making money, we were like, okay, I think it's time to let our people know, you know, what we're doing. And this was, you know, after college and things like that. But I'll never forget I came home, um, went to the kitchen table, and we told them we had an announcement to make. And I'm sure they're, <laughs> I'm sure they're thinking like, okay, what's going on? We weren't married or anything, so I'm sure they're probably wondering, what's y'all got something to tell us? Like y'all pregnant or something? Like, uh, no, that wasn't the case. So, but what was funny was um, we get to the kitchen table, and uh, Jameson's looking at me like he wants me to start it off. And I'm like, great, I wanted you to start the conversation. But anyway, I was so nervous, y'all. I was so nervous. And it boils down to, I was afraid of what people might think. I I didn't know what they were going to think. I was afraid of their reaction. What if they weren't pleased with what I was doing? So all those thoughts were running through my head. And I think, I think naturally we, we want to be pleasing to people. We don't, we, we don't want to do things that people don't want us to do. I think I don't, I don't necessarily know exactly where that comes from, but I was just afraid of, I didn't want to disappoint them. I didn't want them to be upset with me, things like that. However, what I learned from that was in order to overcome this, you just have to be confident in who you are. And back then I wasn't nearly as confident as I am now. But what I will say is you do have to accept the fact that people may not like what you're doing. You need to be prepared for that so that you're not shocked but this is this is really the key right here. We're not doing this thing called life for anyone's approval. Okay? You need to live your life how you want to live your life. And regardless of how other people are, are going to react to that, what they're going to say, what they're going to think, they can think and say all they want. They're not living your life. And I think that we get nervous about what people are going to think because why we want their approval right? We want that validation. And I think that's what I was looking for back then. But thankfully, my parents were extremely supportive. So I didn't have to worry about that later. But I did learn a lesson in that I don't need to seek anyone's approval. And now, now I don't, you know, I don't need anyone's approval for anything. I'm in a place where I don't, I don't need anyone's approval, regardless of who it is. Only a person's approval that I I make sure that I am good with is my husband because we're a unit and I make sure that we are always both on the same page and the same thing for him. We move in unison and we move together as one. But other than that, I don't really care about what my neighbor thinks. I don't really care about what so-and-so from back in the day thinks. They have no idea what I've had to go through, and I don't know what they've had to go through. It's not my place to tell people what, you know, I, I just, I just, you know what, I just live my life and I do what I need to do. So stop caring about what people think. And you'll actually be a lot more happier and more satisfied when you live the life you want to live. Last but not least, fear number five is fear of failure. Look, we all don't want to hear, I told you so, I knew it wasn't going to work, and, you know, I knew you should have done this. Nobody wants to hear that, right? And nobody likes that feeling of rejection, of embarrassment, of humiliation, of feeling like, man, like, I let myself down, I let my people down, I let my family down. Same thing with rejection, you guys. Failure is part of the process. You cannot be successful without failure. It just doesn't happen. And it's okay. It's okay to fail. What's not okay 
is to not learn from your mistakes. That's not okay. It's not okay to keep hurting people. It's not okay to keep doing the wrong thing. But there can be a thousand reasons why we failed, right? And sometimes, a lot of times, there were things out of our control that we had nothing to do with. So stop beating yourself up about things that really you had no control over anyway. So it's better to to take the L, you know, look at this as a lesson, not as a, oh man, I screwed up. Well, you know what? We all learn. We live and we learn. And that's how I want you all to look at failure. Failure is part of the process. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fall down. We're going to mess up. The biggest thing is to acknowledge it, accept it, apologize, but get back up and move forward and always, always, always learn. I'm a big believer in learning. And as a matter of fact, I make sure I learn from other people's mistakes. I look at other people's lives and I'm like, wow, I think that was a bigger lesson for me than it was for the person who actually committed the mistake. Failure is nothing but a lesson in life. So I hope this helps you today. I I gave you some of the most common fears and how to deal with those fears. If, like I said earlier, if you need some help with direction in your business and creating that sales funnel and creating that blueprint for your business model, that is something I can help you with. And I'm helping many entrepreneurs with that now. But if you need additional help in other areas along with the sales funnel, I'm here to help. So please be sure to reach out to me at Courtney at legendvest.com. Again, thank you all so much for tuning in today. I really, really enjoy doing this podcast thing. And I hope you guys are enjoying listening as much as I am producing. But anyway, I hope to see you all soon. Be sure to like and subscribe. Take care.